right, we are back. I'm Janine. This is Get the Funk Out. We were listening to another track from the latest from Imaginary Friends off their CD, Falling Inward. That was track two, On My Way to Nowhere. Standing by to join us up next, Sin Hanna. Good morning, Sin. Good morning. I heard about you from another colleague here at the station, and I was so intrigued for what you're doing now, but what led you to do what you're doing now. Do you want to share with the listeners how that happened? Um, yes, I, I, yeah, I would love to share my story. Well, I was a single mom since, oh, there's a really big echo. Um, I was oh. a single mom mm-hmm. since my son was basically age of three, and we were super close. And then, for me, the unimaginable happened at the age of 21, my son died. Mm. And it was two days after his death, I was sitting in church, and I was just feeling, like, oddly inspired and all of these uh, thoughts were being downloaded into my head. And the first one that came up for me was that my biggest fear had already happened, so what do they have to be afraid of now? Wow. <laughs> I wow. know. And I was life coaching at that time, but I had these voices in my head that said, who do you think you are? What will people say? And so I was kind of doing it undercover. I'd been, I was living in a small town at that time, and I'd been a successful businesswoman, and that's how I thought I was perceived, so I was mm-hmm. like, well, how could you help people transform their lives now? And I just was realizing life is short, so we yes. need to be going and doing what it is we would really love to be doing. And I, at that time, I was so terrified of public speaking, and so I thought it's time for me to start stepping through my fears. Yes. And I thought, I'm going to speak at my son's service. You know, just right. I'm going to honor my son. And... and um, so I did that. It was the first time I ever public spoke. I spoke in front of 500 people that day. Wow. How did that go? You know, I was really proud of myself <laughs> because obviously it was a difficult day. Yeah. But I, it was good because I knew I could never get that moment, that time back again to honor my son ever mm-hmm. again in that way. And that was that was important for me. Yes. Also, that to know that I could step up and do something bigger and bolder than I had been doing. Mm-hmm. And the other words that came to me that day were, it's time, to st- it's time to start stepping into your greatness, whatever that is for you. That is incredible. I know. It was really an amazing and profound experience for me that I go back to and I hold on to that. And I am a life coach, and that is what I help my clients do. Mm-hmm. And the three steps that really helped me get through my son's death and the grieving process, which was really difficult, was hanging on to, one, having a vision, mm-hmm. a vision that I could still have. I called it my bright and sunny future, and yellow started to represent that I for like me. That. Okay. And I just kept hanging on to that. I can have this life. Mm-hmm. It's going to be different than what I pictured, but I, I can have it. And then um, I also had to decide for that. And I had to decide every single day, every morning, (laughs) decide over and over again. And this is what I help my clients do. I help them come up with a vision, what it is they would love in their life. So many of us are living from conditions in our lives versus, you know, what it is we'd love to be doing. Right. Yes. And I help them come from a vision, and then they have to decide for that. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they also have to be willing to walk through their fears <laughs> yes. and to take those scary steps that are holding them back. 
Well, I would like to interject something because yeah, go, I, please do. I hate public speaking as well. <laughs> and I had to speak at my father's funeral. I wrote the eulogy on the plane, and I mm. I would get nervous public speaking. But um, I think when you confront things that scare you, you realize they're not that scary, and you yes. also realize that your fear it really holds you back from living your life. Yes. And then were you were you proud of yourself when you got up and did that? Uh, yes, because I also incorporated humor and, uh, you know, other things. And I, I kind of imagined he was actually sitting front row listening, mm-hmm. that, he, that he would have enjoyed it. <laughs> and I thought, this is no time to fall apart, cry, become a mess. This yeah. is a time to really honor him and find the positive in all of this. Yeah, good, yeah, good for you, you know. for being able to step up and do that. Yeah. So tell me about your business. So I am, as I said, I'm a life coach and a results expert, and I help people transform their lives. What I teach, it it took 50 years of intensive study and research done by my mentor to bring this system, this program, this formula into being, and it it really works. I've I've helped clients go from 300,000 to 900 in one year, which is pretty amazing. Wow. I helped another client generate go from 300,000 in her business to over a million in 15 months. And then Amazing. and and then the personal relationships that get better or they bring in and the weight loss and all these different things. So you can apply this to any area of your life. And I just I help people come from a place of possibility, create a vision for their life, stare down their limiting beliefs and take imperfect action so they can have a life that they truly love. I love that. I mean, you took the worst possible situation, you turned it into something to help you and others. Yes, and and I believe that no matter what condition, circumstance, what we're going through, no matter how big we might label it, there is a power inside of all of us that is greater than that that situation Mm -hmm. that will get us through and that there is a way to look at everything as empowering and it's not to say they're not difficult and we don't have the human feelings about them. And it, they're not always of our preference. I, I would rather have my son back. Right. But that's not an option. So I do have the choice of how I'm going to look at this and how I'm going to go through it. Or I had the choice. It's yes. been a few years now. Yes. I always tell people there's no time frame for grief. Someone might say, you know, you need to move on. You need to get going. You need to... And it's very personal, obviously. And so it, we all go through grief in our own way, in our own time. I'm not saying wallow for 10 years and lie in bed, but, you know, it just, it's personal. I totally agree with that. It is. And, you know, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross wrote those five stages. Those were for the, what people don't, uh, many people don't realize is that she wrote that for the person who's dying, terminally ill, not for the griever. And because in our society we don't have much information on grief, they adopted those as the stages for the griever, and I totally agree with you. It's completely personal. Mm -hmm. And the one thing, though, what can happen is it can become a habit, like you say, the wallowing for 10 years, and that the connection with the person that we love doesn't have to be through the pain. Yes, that's very true. Yeah. I think you can create something like you did, out of the pain, you know, it's something mm-hmm. to help you live again in a fulfilled way. Yes, yes. There's, um, it's all in our thinking. 
And when I was sitting in church that day, another realization came to me was my attitude is going to get me through this. How I choose to look at this is going to make all the difference. Well, that's incredibly insightful and strong. You know, at times I wish more people could have that strength, but that's unbelievable. Well, and I did, I did need to grieve. Of course. <laughs> but um, I held on to that. I practiced gratitude. Mm-hmm. And I, I just really looked at all the gifts that were coming out of that as right. well. And I also feel that we're never going to truly get over the loss of somebody. I mean, it's gonna, the pain is going to become less. You're going to move on with your life. But you're never going to completely be over it. I don't think so. I, I like to think that if we change up the story we tell our mind our, in our head, that we can change the thinking. Yeah. I'm not there yet. Right. But it's taken a much quieter place in me. And yes, at times I miss my son. Right. But I don't like rehearsing that story that I will never completely get over this because then that's what I'm going to create. No, no, I understand. But I mean... Yeah, I, pain, I, I get what you're saying, the, though. <laughs> no, the pain becomes less. Yeah, it yeah. comes up less often. It lasts. It doesn't go as deep and it doesn't last as long. Yes. So yeah. where can people find out more about you? My website is sin, C as in Charlie, Y-N-H-A-N-N-A-H dot com. So it's sinhannah.com. Okay. And then I also have a, a gift I would love to offer. Yes. What is that? If um, somebody might be interested in creating their next chapter, they could have a good life now and they want to take it to great. Mm-hmm. They could be not knowing what their next chapter is or having a hard time. They're feeling stuck in some area. I would love to offer you a complimentary strategy session. We'll talk on the phone for about an hour, and we'll look at where you are now, what your challenges are, and I'm going to help you get clear on the life that you would you know, love to be living and a step that you can take to move you in that direction. I love it. Fantastic. And are you on social media? The best way to reach me right now is on my website through my email. Okay, perfect. Any last bit of advice you'd love to, like to give the listeners? I just want people to know that if you can dream it and you have a true desire for it, you can create it. You may not see the how right now, but there is a way, so stay open to that possibility. Fantastic. Sin, thank you so much for calling in the show. Yeah, thank you. This was, um, this was fun. Thank oh, you. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. That was Sin Hannah calling in to talk about what she does as a coach and also her background into what led her to starting this uh, life as a success coach, results expert, life after grief coach. If you missed any part of it, all her info is up on my show blog, and she is offering uh, that special gift for my listeners. Uh, Again, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. We'll take a brief break, and then I have two more guests Calling in uh, two other authors. Just grabbing the book. This is author Emma Johnson, who's going to talk about her book, The Kick-Ass Single Mom, Be Financially Independent, Discover Your Sexiest Self, and Raise Fabulous, Happy Children, as well as The ABCs of Parenthood and Alphabet of Parenting Advice by Deborah uh, Kopakin and Randy Palumbo. So we'll take a quick break, and then we'll be back. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. <laughs> 